Legally Blonde, Suits, My Cousin Vinny. All badass lawyers, all different. Which begs the question, what type of lawyer do you want to be? Don't waste another second thinking, ugh, I don't even know what types of lawyers there are. Trust us, we've been there. Let's put a stop to that once and for all. Go take the 90-second quiz from new lawyer now what coach Angela Vorpal to give yourself a clear picture of the best fit type law for you. Go to www.whattypeoflawyerquiz.com and take the quiz today. Once you've taken the quiz, send us a DM on Instagram to let us know what type of lawyer you got. We can't wait to hear. Welcome back to Ladies Who Law School podcast. I'm Sam. And I'm Haley. And this week's episode is sponsored by Barcast Audio. For those of you who have been listening to us for a long time, aka since 2020, that's two years now, which is crazy, you'll know that Barcast is the number one bar exam study tool you need to make sure the first time taking the bar exam is your last. Barcast offers audio outlines, audio flashcards, and essay attack sheets and uses powerful mnemonics to help you memorize the law wherever you go. Whether you're at the gym, out for a walk, or settling in for a long road trip, Barcast Audio can help you learn the law on your terms. All MBE subjects are now available, and you can pre-order Barcast's complete MEE pack now to save $150 on your purchase. We have a special code just for listeners of our show. You can save 10% on your next Barcast purchase by using the code LADIES, L-A-D-I-E-S, at checkout. Well, guys, I feel like it's been a long time since it's just been the two of us and chatting with you guys one-on-one. Just the two of us. <laughs> um. It's been quite the busy semester so far, I feel like. Very busy, actually, with us trying to prepare, like, prepare for the bar, which this episode will get to talking to the bar. Um, but we had Barrister Ball, which was really cool. Um, I guess a little breakdown of that, if you guys want deets. We got our dresses from Rent the Runway. Honestly, the best thing I could have done. It was so easy to, it's like, not sponsored. I wish they would, so maybe at them they did like harder dm and i was like oh so rent the runway great way you could get like two sizes the second one's free and then i got two types of dresses thank god i got two of each size because none of them fit me until i got to the last dress in the biggest size and i was like thank god i got how many dresses did you have in your package four oh So I had um, one red dress and then the black dress. And I really wanted the black dress to work out. So I saved the biggest black dress Mm -hmm. for last because I was like, just in case, you know. So I tried it on like the red one. Neither of them zipped up. And I was like, well, okay. The first black one didn't zip up. And I was like, well, I have one more option here. So I hope it works out. And it fit perfect. So yeah, it was such a cute dress. I loved the black. We were a little black and gold action with uh, our duo there. Yes, yeah, so I got mine also on Rent the Runway. 
ironically enough, uh, my the first dress I put on, I put on the biggest one that I liked the most first, and it fit like a glove. And I was just like, oh, thank you, Jesus Christ. And I tried on the other ones. Uh, I got three dresses, and... I got a blue strapless dress and it was so funny. Colton was trying to help me zip it up. And when I finally got it zipped up, I looked like a football player. Like all my, like my boobs and everything just like pushed up. And I was looking like, like I had like really big muscles or something. It was so funny. And Colton was like, yeah, no. I was like, okay, good. We're all on the same page. So it worked out. I love Rent the Runway. I've used that before for formal events. So I definitely recommend for the guys, we used black tux, again, not sponsored, but we found them online and it was a great product. I mean, the guys looked great. They were happy in their outfits. We almost had a little wardrobe malfunction, but we realized that the pants expand and we tried it all on. I mean, it's very interesting too when you Okay, for someone who's worked in like clothing and things like that, to help a guy put on a tux was quite the endeavor. So just, you know, realizing that like all these different parts of the the suit or the tux or whatever go into play. So helping them get dressed, it was so fun. And just getting to see everybody really dressed up was amazing. But the event was so fun. We went to dinner before, just the four of us. And... That was really bougie and great. We went to this Cafe Cuvée here in Oklahoma City, Parisian style, which I love a little French restaurant. And we enjoyed ourselves. Uh, Samantha and John and Colton had some oysters, which was awesome. I'm not a big fan, but they were really good, according to them. And so it was just nice. We got to enjoy ourselves. But we get to the event and there is dancing. There is drinks. We're enjoying our Sauvignon Blanc, and we were just having such a good time dancing and hanging out with our classmates and colleagues and all of that. I know that we talked with a lot of you guys who came to OCU or listened to our podcast and found out about OCU and knew about the podcast and things like that. So it was really great to just get to meet people who we never get to see because we're old 3Ls at school who are very rarely there, let's be honest. So what was your favorite part, Samantha? Oh, I would have to say dancing. Um, I love dancing. I think that's the one thing about COVID that's really sucked is like, I love to go out dancing and um, that hasn't been a thing. So it was kind of like really nice to let loose and then talk to everybody. I love that because I didn't, you know, reckon it's also Everyone's been wearing masks, okay? Yeah. And then, like, this is the first time we've seen all, like, 1Ls, 2Ls, 3Ls, plus guests. So I, like, knew nobody, I yeah. felt like. Um, but it was still cool to know, like, oh, wow, these are all my peers, you know? Um, and, like, the future legal community. Um, Absolutely. So that was really cool. And it was just a good time. Um, the Omni was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I really want to go and, like, spend a week in there and just, like, go to the pool and stuff. Vacation. Seemed like everyone who did that. Um, some people like stayed in the hotel that night, which was a great idea, but we walked home. Like we live super close. So, which was also fun, right? To walk home home and and it's like, Oh, we could have walked there, but it was fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had a great time. I'm glad that that was our first barrister ball and our last. And it was a great time. Like no, no drama. No, nothing went wrong. It was, it was just a good time. Absolutely. And it was very 
we thought ahead of time, which is funny, right? Because we've never been to Barrister Ball, but we were like, you know, let's bring some shoes. We can like just slip off our heels. So whenever you said, oh, we could have walked there, but we were in our heels. We were like looking good. Our makeup was fresh. At the end of the night, we're like so sweaty. We look like we just danced our butts off and we're like, let's just walk home. So it, it pretty much sums up the night. You show up looking your best, taking photos with everyone. And then by the end of the night, you're just sweaty and smiling and wearing your flats you know that was probably the best part and pro tip rather than barefoot on the dance floor because who knows what diseases are on there bring some sandals like who cares i didn't care that i had my like old birkenstocks but i was dancing my little booty off and my feet did not get dirty absolutely and i know like people drop drinks and i'm always afraid of stepping on glass you know yeah So we want to talk about the end of your law school journey. Previously on episodes, we've talked about the LSAT. We obviously talk about law school a lot, but now we want to break down the bar exam. The bar exam is a test that you have to take at the end. The bar exam is a test that you can take after law school when you graduate. So first things first, I just want to get this out there. When you graduate law school, you're a lawyer. When you pass the bar exam, you're an attorney. So remember that. No matter if you take the bar exam ever, pass it, don't even want to deal with that, you're still a lawyer when you graduate law school. So the bar exam is the licensure test that you have to take to become an attorney in your state. Recently, the NCBE, the National Conference of Bar Examiners, made the uniform I always want to say universal, LOL, made the uniform bar exam that has been adopted by multiple states. And that is what we are going to cover today. Yeah, especially because more and more states are adopting the UBE. It's just more common and it's honestly not that different from like a state bar exam. It's just uniform, like everyone's being tested on the same test, same material. So um, I guess before we jump into like what is the UBE and all that, we can give you a little breakdown of like what we plan on doing and like how we've been, we haven't been studying like diligently, you know, like they say not to do that, but we definitely have done some stuff to prep um, and make that studying during the summer a little easier, we hope. Um, so first things first is we are going to use Barbary. Our school offers Barbary. They have a great partnership with Barbary. So, you know, everyone that we personally know that have passed the bar in Oklahoma have used Barbary. So we just felt like tried and true. We're going to stick with Barbary. And we also loved Barbary for the MPRE and the study videos like uh, Richard Freer, our man. Like, you know, there's, there's aspects of Barbary that I really enjoy. So we're going to keep on doing that. We are also going to uh, purchase Adaptabar, which is specifically for the MBE, which will also explain what that is. But um, that's the multiple choice in short. And um, apparently it's like the best thing you can do for the MBE. And we're really happy that we've also partnered with them. So check out our Instagram at Ladies Who Law School Podcast for some Adaptabar deets. Yes. We also plan on using Barcast Audio, the sponsor of our podcast. We have used them 
many, many times in the past for constitutional law, evidence. Sadly, we didn't have them our 1L year. We wish we did. But we plan on listening and using it intermittently, just like we talk about. When we're going for a walk, when we're in the car, traveling anywhere, anytime during bar studies, I have to be in the car, probably going to be listening to BarCast Audio. So with those three tools, we are manifesting that this will be our first and last time to take the bar exam. We are putting everything we can into this and leaving it all on the dance floor, no pun intended, because this is, again, the last and final step of your law school journey. And um, I know that bar exam results for the February test just came out this past week. Um, And, you know, Oklahoma's was like a 47% or something like that. And of course, seeing that's like a little scary, but also there's a lot of extenuating factors Mm -hmm. for testing. Also, February um, scores are usually lower. So just keep that in mind if you're, you know, in our position too, and you just saw bar exam results nationally, they're lower. Um, you can also check out those stats on the NCB website if you know you're curious. But I just thought I'd mention that. That's honestly why the bar exam I think has been on our mind more this week because exam results did come out. Yes, and whenever exam results came out, I didn't. I know I told Samantha this, but it hit me the next time this comes out, the next time this list comes out, it'll be our turn. So, like Samantha said, if you're three L you're about to graduate and you're in our shoes, then we are right there with you. We validate any feelings that you have, whether it might be trying to run and hide or confront it head on. Obviously, we promote confronting it head on, but we get it, right? If you're a zero L, if you're in undergrad, you're like, what the heck? I'm just trying to study for the LSAT. The LSAT is the beginning of your law school journey. So know that one day when you are on the way to becoming a lawyer, this will be part of the journey that you have to take, right? If you want to become an attorney. So we are going to dive in and talk about the different sections of the bar exam and what you can expect and what, you know, what's it all about. We'll be right back. Hey guys, we want to take a moment to talk about something that has been a game changer for us busy lawyers, Audible. Yes, Audible has been our go-to platform for incredible audiobooks, offering an extensive library of thrillers, nonfiction, autobiographies, and mysteries. And guess what? We've got a special treat for you. Audible is offering a free trial to our listeners, and all you need to do is check the link in the show notes. It's the perfect opportunity to experience the magic of audiobooks without spending a dime. Speaking of thrillers, I know you are currently hooked on Never Lie by Frida McBadden. Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. The twists and turns in Never Lie have kept me on the edge of my seat during the workday and even when I'm on my daily walks. It's like having a suspenseful companion wherever I go. And for those looking for some financial wisdom, I have been engrossed in My Money, My Way by Kamuku Love. It's packed with practical advice on managing finances, perfect for anyone trying to navigate the complexities of money management. What we love most is the flexibility Audible offers. As lawyers, our schedules can be unpredictable, but with Audible, we can enjoy our favorite books on the go. 
whether we're stuck in traffic, hitting the gym, or waiting for a court hearing. So if you're ready to embark on a literary journey and discover the joys of audiobooks, click the link in the show notes to start your free trial with Audible. Trust us, you won't want to miss out on this fantastic offer. So the UBE is comprised of the MPT, which is the multi-state performance test, the multi-state essay examination, the MEE, and then the multi-state examination, which is the, I mean, multi-state bar examination, the MBE. I think that's one that most people know just because it's like the multiple choice, right? Um, So the multi-state performance test, and from now on, I'm just going to go MPT, MEE, or MBE, guys, because it's like a mouthful. So the MPT is two 90-minute assignments, right? Um, So you have three hours to take them, and they don't tell you like, oh, time's up for the first one, start second. Like You have to make sure you are timing yourself and making sure you're putting the right amount of time in each assignment. Um, So we took an MPT class, and in this class, they kind of taught us what kind of MPTs to look out for. There's so many. There's like memos, uh, briefs, letters to clients. wild card. (laughs) So there are several different types and you can learn how to crack the code on them. Also, you know, what I like hearing about the MPT is if you know how to organize and outline them, you don't even have to like really write a lot of stuff. Like you just need to show the bar examiners that you know how to organize it. You can spot the issues that need to be spotted. You know, like the rules, like the main components, like, and you can get away with passing the MBT. So that's, you know, a good little piece of knowledge. Absolutely. I totally agree. I think it's one of the parts of the exam where you can really learn and more like memorize the certain things you have to know and do and recognize certain little triggers that can, you know, point you in the right direction of what you're supposed to write. Basically, it's a simulated case file where it presents, you know, real life facts. And it asks you to basically demonstrate a lawyering skill by either writing a memo, writing a brief. But there are certain things that the examiners expect of you, like using all the cases, citing them a certain way. Like Samantha said, you can outline it a certain way. And that's really helpful and helps you get the the points. You know, it doesn't even really have to be right. We were told that a lot, you know, you're supposed to do application in it. But like, even if your application is like totally misguided, it's okay. Like they just want to know that you can apply facts with law. So that part of the exam, I definitely think is something that we have covered. We are going to lean into, we have began practicing, we're taking a workshop, working on that. And that's also something that isn't like a really, really covered in Barbary. So we've taken it upon ourselves. And just like we said, our school offers a class to, you know, do a little outside work for the MPT. The next part of the bar exam that we're going to cover is the MEE. This is the essay portion of the bar exam. And basically it is comprised of six. Yeah, you heard me six 30-minute essays. And going back to what Samantha said, they don't, you know, 
cut you off at the first 30 minutes and tell you, okay, move to the second, move to the third, move to the fourth, and so on. You have to time yourself, watch your own time, and make sure that you answer all six essay questions within the three hours. So there are seven MBE topics plus business associations, conflict of laws, family law, and secured transactions, oh, and trusts and estates. And fun fact, guys, in 2026, apparently there's going to be a new bar exam, which will not have family law, secured transactions, or trusts and estates. So, Or conflicts of law. Lucky us. Yeah, we will link the article that we read talking about the potential new bar exam. It even has a new name that is going to potentially come out in 2026. We will see what happens. But for you zero L's and people in undergrad, this is something that you guys can look into and keep up with and just recognize that this is always changing. But if you're in law school right now, you're going to have to take the UBE or the bar exam of your state. So keep on listening. So these essays are kind of like your law school essays, right? You have to do your typical IRAC or the recommended crack method. That's C-R-A-C. Yeah. So um, Tell them what it stands for. It's not for crack. It's for (laughs) conclusion, rule, application, conclusion. Basically. Um, And basically, instead of starting with like, the issue is... You just start with your concluding, like your conclusion. This is the answer. This is how I got it. And bam, this is the answer again. Yeah. Just drive it home. Um, of course, that's the very simple way to explain it. But that's how we've learned it so far. Um, we are still in bar studies right now, like at our school, a, a class every two weeks. And we've been practicing a few essays here and there. But I think um, the essay practicing is definitely going to go in when we start doing practice tests um, during the summer. And uh, yeah, so that's basically it on the MEE. Are we missing anything? No, I was just thinking that whenever you're scared and nervous, as I heard this recently, and I'm just really leaning into this, was don't like when you're nervous and scared as a law student or a bar exam taker and you sit down to take and write the essays, lean into the fact that you know Iraq and crack. Issue, rule, application, conclusion. When in doubt, talk like that, go like that, write the rule that you're even thinking that comes to your mind because sometimes you know buzzwords you don't even realize that the person grading your exam is going to know. Also note that the people grading your exam are lawyers and attorneys. They're not necessarily uh, academics. So you are just, they're looking for points for you and they want to know that you know how to, again, apply the facts of the law. So that's one of the biggest focuses on in the MEE. And remember to just, as a law student, as a bar bar exam taker, gosh, such a hard thing to say, right? Lean into Iraq. Yes, just like they teach you. Before you even get to law school, I'm sure you know, Iraq. So keep that in mind. And last but not least, we kind of touched on it before because we said we're going to use Adaptabar to study for the MBE. So what is the MBE? It's a two... Yeah, I was about to say 20. (laughs) It's a 200 question multiple choice exam, which you have six hours to take. So that's about two minutes per question. Um, So you want to like, time yourself, um, 
trying to do under two minutes. One way that Haley and I have been like kind of slowly prepping and um, disclaimer, we are not using Kaplan to study for the bar exam, but they do have a free bar question a day that I really enjoy doing every day just to time myself, see if I can get it right, you know, just for funsies really. You know, yeah, just- It's good to get your feet wet and it covers a lot of different subjects because, you know, in our class where we study different subjects for the bar, we haven't talked about constitutional law. We haven't talked about criminal procedures. So it's nice sometimes to see those questions on there and they test you and you're like, oh, that's what another thing we're going to have to learn. It's good to just kind of open up your mind and get you thinking about the bar exam. Yeah. And it's a good a way to start seeing how the questions are written out, um, learning to go straight to the call of the question. I've been trying to like train myself to, yeah, the systematic way of answering an MBE question. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just repetition in practicing. So if you're a 3L, I would recommend, we'll link it below the Kaplan bar question of the day. I just have it as a tab on my, um, sorry, a bookmark on my computer. And I just do it every morning just to start the day. (laughs) I love it. So there are seven MBE subjects covered. I know we mentioned the seven MBE topics in the MEE. So here they are. They are contracts, constitutional law, criminal law, criminal procedure, evidence, real property, torts, and civil procedure. Like Samantha said, it's 200 multiple choice questions. If you're wondering like, oh my God, do they have to sit there for the whole six hours? No, it's broken up into two sections. 100 questions in the morning, 100 questions in the afternoon. Note that you cannot go back to the 100 questions you took in the morning, which is smart on them because, right, like all of us psychopaths would try to be looking up stuff in the middle of lunch, right? You get a lunch break, you get to go back in for the last 100 multiple choice questions. Note that this is the second day of the exam. The bar exam is a two-day examination given twice a year, once in July, once in February. And the first day is comprised of the two writing portions, the MPT and the MEE. The second day is the big old big daddy MBE question day. So like Samantha said, we are using Adaptabar and you're probably like, wow, I can see why you're dedicating a whole resource just to this one day of the bar exam. People say that the multiple choice can really help your score. And if you crack the code on how to answer and recognize the question and the narrow issue issue (laughs) that they're testing, it can really help your score. So again, that is why we're leaning into the MBE and really focusing on learning the law because also it's a part of the MEE subjects. Exactly. Two birds with one stone, as they like to say. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that is the breakdown of the bar. So now I guess we can tell you a little bit about, you know, the studying aspect of it. So what we've been told, you know, because I think a lot of people have different ways to go about studying the bar, but we're going to share like how we have been exposed to the bar and like what we've heard and stuff and what our school has told us. So we are studying for the bar from the day after graduation, so the 16th of May, um, and the exam, the first day of the exam is July 26th, I believe. So that's like, what, two months exactly to study. 
Um, and it's about six days a week, uh, five days of like eight hours or so. Um, the sixth day, a little bit less, but still a little bit. And then one day off. And that's basically the breakdown of like the timing, right? Of course, it'll ebb and flow. It depends on what course you're taking for the bar. They might set it up differently. You know, like Barbary gives you a certain amount of assignments a day. I mean, we haven't done it yet, so like we can't tell you exactly how it's going to be. But from what we know, it gives you like a little timeline of how to approach studying. Yeah. It also gives you a calendar that kind of keeps you on track and you can go in there before you start bar studies and let it know like I'm taking Memorial Day off. I'm taking the 4th of July off. I'm taking the Sunday off because it's my sister's baby shower. Whatever it is, you can put all of that in there and it will calculate to get you to the ultimate goal, which is 400 hours of studying. So like Samantha said, we're going to start studying right after graduation. That gives us exactly 10 weeks until the bar exam. So if we were to get 400 hours, which is what Barbary recommends, is if you study good studying, we'll get to that in a second, 400 hours over the time span, you can pass the bar exam. So we have broken it down to figure out exactly how many hours a day we'll have to study. And we kind of wrote it out and thought of it out like you know, a race in a sense, right? You're picking up right now. We're just, we're stretching. We're, we're in the gym. We're getting exercise ready for our marathon, you know? And when we get up to the finish line, we're going to start out slow and we're going to get that good pace going before we really have to break it at the end. So I think that ultimately we have really just, you know, put ourselves in a good position, but also like, let's just be honest when I said about the good studying, it's really easy whenever you know you have this 400 hours that you need to get to just try and check boxes off, to just go through the videos at 2.0 speed and not really take it all in and really, mm, what's the word I want to use? Synthesize, exactly. I wanted to say play with it. <clears throat> Synthesize the information and understand what you're learning. So that is something that I have really tried to keep in the back of my mind as I get ready to use Barbary because I know so many people talk about how that countdown, it gives you like a countdown every day you sign in, like you're doing this compared to the rest of the 40,000 people using Barbary. And we're also competitive. So I know that that can sometimes uh, conflict. I know also you've heard things about being careful about studying at the law school and just being really cognizant of the energy around you. You want to talk about that? Yeah, so many people have told me to stay away from the law school to study. I mean, maybe if you go to like a study room and you're by yourself. Um, but I feel like even in bar studies now and just being in the law school in general, you can feel the stress around you. Everyone is really prepping for graduation and the bar exam and you can feel the energy. And I know you guys might be like, the energy, but Haley and I are very... Um, how would you describe it? Uh, We're about the energy. We know we can we can feel the vibes, right? And I know that might sound crazy or goofy to some people, but it's true. And and you you know what we're talking about, even if you don't know what we're talking about. Sometimes you just get that feeling where you're like, eh, this is not good. Eh, I am really getting riled up. 
I am, my heart is racing right now. Those aren't really the best conditions to study, especially for such a crucial exam. Like clearly the anxiety and stress are already there for all of us. We don't need to add it on to each other. So that's just really what we mean about the vibes and the energy. Yeah. I mean, I guess one example that I heard was, you know, people kind of walking around the law school being like, well, I was told I have a 100% chance of passing the test and I don't even have to study. Like, I just don't want to be around those vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's just not the, that is not the attitude that we want to have. We do not think we're better than this test. We think we have to rise to this test occasion. So with all that being said, we are excited. We are replacing nervous with excited, just so you know. We are excited to graduate. We are excited to take this test and really, really finish up this law school journey that we have been on that you guys have been here with us through. Um, so I guess a little update of what we'll be doing for the bar. I know you guys are dying to hear um, whether we'll be podcasting and posting and all that. So shout out to our intern, Kate. She is awesome. Um, she will be handling everything that we can't be handling. And we're really lucky to have her because it's a lot less stress on us and we'll be able to focus on the bar, but still know that you know the business side of things are going good. And making sure that you guys are still getting your emails answered and your DMs answered. And if anything, you know, there's somebody there to make sure that we can fix the problem. Secondly, we are thinking of doing a little journaling type podcasting. So we won't be posting episodes for those 10 weeks that we will be studying. And we'll be reposting on our story like episodes you can go listen to because I'm I mean, a few of you may have listened to every episode, but I'm sure there is episodes you haven't listened to. So that's a great time to catch up, get to know us. And then, you know, when we get out of the bar exam, kind of know who we are and we can start this new journey of being attorneys together. Um, So great time to listen to episodes. But yeah, we won't be posting, but we do plan on journaling. So after we take the bar and we settle down and we will compile our little journaling and give you guys an episode of our real reactions to studying to the bar. Um, we don't know how it's going to be. We can't predict our feelings. I already know I'm, gonna, I'm an anxious girl, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm really trying to, you know, train my mindset, really be zen, um, learn how to calm my nerves and all that kind of stuff. But I'm sure you guys will hear all about it. Um, and so I'm excited about that too because you know a lot of people don't journal their bar exam journey and we've been told that that's you know part of it and we can go back and listen and see oh maybe we shouldn't have done that or maybe oh that was a good idea I'm glad we did that you know or like remember when we were freaking the heck out like I just feel like in the moment it's gonna be scary and it's always like whenever you do something really intense or whatever I think of like going down a really big water slide because I'm horrified of tight of heights but like by the time you get down you're laughing at yourself at the top because you're like that was so amazing you know so hopefully you will get to see our entire water slide experience with the bar exam we will post it when we get back after we take the bar exam the exam dates are july 26th and 27th like we said 
We have an intern, Kate, who's going to be taking care of our social media, our DMs, our merchandise. So still get your merch, still DM us if you have any questions. If she can't answer you, just know we're studying for the bar and we will get back to you as soon as August rolls around. Yes. Um, so on that note, guys, it was great chatting with you. I feel like every time we have a little one-on-one chat, it's like talking to some friends, just updating them on what we've been up to. Because it is hard, you know, in law school to actually, you know, call up your long distance friend often and kind of update, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And not totally. like you guys, you know, you're all over the world. So um, on that note, make sure to follow us on Lint on Instagram at Ladies Who Law School Podcast. We also have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. Now, note this new addition. Okay, guys, the Facebook group has absolutely blown up and we don't know how to handle it. So what we've done is added an extra question on there for uh, you guys to tell us a little bit about yourself. And this can be as simple as like, I'm a pre-law student interested in law school. You know, like we just want to make sure we're getting the people who actually want to be in the group. We don't want any scammers. There's been some incidents of people like posting weird comments and we are not about that. So we just want to keep the uh, group very authentic. So if you get denied for some reason, it's probably because you didn't answer the questions or answer the rules. That's the only reason we deny people because we want to make sure that you guys are like respectful of the group. Because there's a lot of people talking about, you know, their situations and sensitive topics. And, you know, we just want it to be respectful. And that's all we ask for when we ask you to respond to those rules. So aside from that, we also need um, an admin to help us out uh, during the summer. Because I don't know if Kate necessarily can handle all of you guys. Because we can barely handle all of the questions you guys get. So if you are someone in law school that has time on your hands and wants to be an admin for the Facebook group. And that's just like accepting questions. Um, let us know, DM us and we can talk about it. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, we hope that you enjoyed this episode learning about the end of your law school journey with us. And we will talk to you guys again next week. Bye. Bye.